Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Waking up with Gunner and Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. There we go. Happy Hump Day. May 10th, 2023. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, the Suns, we stayed up late last night, saw them lose to the Denver Nuggets. Mm. They're now trailing the series 2-3, uh, to three, which they'll be back here in Phoenix tomorrow. Boys, it's a must win. Yes. you got to win this one, then they're back up in Denver for game number seven on Sunday the 14th. That is if the Suns do win at home tomorrow, which, you know, history shows that they can win at home. You know, yeah, they lost. History also shows that they lose in Denver. So that's... Not good for the Suns if uh, history's going to repeat itself. So. Yeah. Uh, anyway, good luck to the Suns. Back at it tomorrow. They lost 118-102. I turned the game off at uh, halftime after the Suns caught up. They were like, I think they are only down by like five. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, they got this. Here we go. They're uh, Kevin Durant's at a rhythm. And went to sleep, woke up this morning, finding out they lost. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. Also a uh, bummer, Morgan um, Wallen. Uh, his doctors have told him to go on vocal rest. For six weeks. So, but, I mean, if you're looking at the calendar, he's he, he's due here in July. Uh-huh. So he hasn't canceled his Phoenix shows. 
Correct. He's postponing the other shows on the tour up until pretty much Phoenix, right? Have they like announced um, which shows are down and which um, shows are still up? Well, I know that they're starting to do that process. I don't know where it stops. So six weeks is about 41 days and we're like 72 days away. So we have enough time to hopefully... Six weeks is 41 days. You yes. do the math real quick in your head? I knew yesterday. <laughs> I was going to say, that was, that's impressive, Cheyenne, yeah. you not being the other math whiz. Nope, I knew yesterday. Uh, okay. Thanks for calling me out about it. <laughs> you couldn't just let me have the win? Jeez. No. No, that was way too good. <laughs> that was way too good. No, I knew, yeah, I knew, that, I knew that yesterday. Okay. So... Uh, Morgan Wallen posted a video on his social media. Here's what he had to say. I got some bad news. After taking 10 days of vocal rest, I performed three shows last weekend in Florida. And by the third one, I felt terrible. So I went in and got scoped yesterday, and they told me that I re-injured my vocal cords. Their advice is that I go on vocal rest for six weeks. So that's what I'm going to do. They want me not to talk at all, but they said if I need to, it's okay for something like this. They told me that if I do this the right way that I'll get back to 100% and they also said that if I don't listen and I keep singing then I'll permanently damage my voice so for the longevity of my career this is just the choice I had to make makes sense yeah uh, they're saying Chicago's Wrigley Field June 22nd and 23rd is when uh, his next two shows will be uh, following vocal rest well that's a cool show to go back to though Wrigley, Wrigley Field? Field that's so cool oh yeah legendary ballpark <laughs> yeah. out there uh, but uh, uh, here's to healing fast for uh, Morgan Wallen. Yeah, definitely. I can't imagine what that feels like. Oh, right, doesn't feel like anything. I mean, well, I mean, he could probably sing, feels the raspiness, but I'm sure it's not like painful. Oh, I'm sure it's painful. It's painful. Yeah, I'm sure there is a certain amount of pain within his vocal cords. Okay, because you can paralyze your vocal cords if you're not careful. I agree. I know. I know you can do that. Yeah. But I mean, it's you know, my wife at her broken ankle. There's pain there, right? With the vocal cords, are you suffering? Probably. Uh, that would be my assumption. pain meds for your vocal cords? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I probably should. I mean, I talk for a living. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's it's, it's, it's an injury within your body. Yeah. I mean, you can, l- literally, you drink too much and your liver physically hurts. So. Six times seven is 42. So I was close. Yeah. What'd you say? 41. 41. Yeah. Off by one. Yep. Shame. Dang Shame it. Shame on you, Cheyenne. Uh, get well soon, Morgan Wallen. Can't wait to see you here in Phoenix. Here's you proof. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, I hope you have this day marked on your calendar. Uh, one week from Saturday, which is Saturday, May 20th, at the Oasis Pool at Wild Horse Pass. We're throwing a pool party, y'all. I'm so excited. Jimmy Allen's going to be there. Down home. Oh, you mama's still cooking down home. Promise I'm working with this guitar by the start. Alright, what do you think his outfit's gonna be? Jimmy Allen. I'm hoping uh swim shorts and that's about it. <laughs> shirtless? I mean he'll probably wear like what are like a vest. He'll be shirtless yes. and wear like a vest. <laughs> or like a tank right? top, like yeah. Yeah, or and a tank flip-flops. top. Flip-flops. Flip-flops. Some shorts. Uh do rag? Uh bandana, maybe. Bandana, long hair. No, he, he doesn't put, have long hair. Well, I know, but I mean, he was wearing a wig for a little He's bit. He's not going to wear a wig in 105-degree uh, okay. heat. <laughs> uh, I, we saw some pictures of him recently. Yes. And I think, what, did you message him? You, I you, did, you yeah. tweeted at him or p- p- tagged him in something, and he responded. Yeah. Because I don't think we've ever seen him in long hair. No. And he was without the do-rag, and he had long hair. And what was his explanation? It was here? a wig because he was at, like, WWE. 
Oh, that was the reason he yeah, had the wig on? that was the reason oh. he had the wig on. I don't think, I think the discussion was, I don't think we've actually ever seen his hair. No. So has he had long hair all this time? He's just been under the bandana. <laughs> and the answer to that is, yes, he has hair, but it is a close shave. Because I have a picture of it. Oh, we do? Okay. He sent me a picture. Oh, you have like, to show me. Because I, I can't, I'm trying to envision it in my head. All I, I see him is with it. the do-rag or the bandana. You know? Yeah, because he always has a bandana on. Because yeah. that's what his grandma Betty used to wear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So Jimmy Allen next Saturday at the Oasis Pool, Wild Horse Pass, there at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Get your tickets. Play at Gila.com. We'll be giving away tickets next week here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we Broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous sky Or the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly strewn Wilson with the national anthem this morning that was uh, requested by Shane and Santan, uh, who is celebrating a birthday today. Oh, happy birthday! That was the gift that he requested from us. So happy to give it to you there, Shane. Happy birthday there, bud. Nice little bow right on top. I like it. Well, there's not really a bow, but Fashish, it's, it's fun to like, yeah. Facetiously. All the way to high near 80 today, 89 tomorrow. Morty Riddle, you ready? Here we go. Clearly not, but let's go. <laughs> George, Helen, and Steve are drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave are drinking Pepsi. Following this pattern, is Elizabeth drinking coffee or Pepsi? George, Helen, and Steve are drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave are drinking Pepsi or Coke, whatever. Uh, following this pattern, is Elizabeth drinking coffee or soda? Don't look into the Pepsi thing. I'm not. Yeah, it's just I'm soda. <laughs> <laughs> George, Helen, and Steve are drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave are drinking soda. Following this pattern, is Elizabeth drinking coffee or soda? 
Uh, think about it. If you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. Probably one of those that you got to kind of write it down. Probably. Look at it. Kind of riddles. So if you're driving, I apologize for this particular riddle this morning. Uh, but if you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. We'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle coming up here in six minutes on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. This morning riddle will be going, going, gone here in a moment. <laughs> there aren't a lot of big fans of uh, this morning's morning riddle. Uh, you know, it's long and yeah. you kind of got to write it down. It's not one of those ones you can figure out in your head. I don't think. Um, but uh, the morning riddle today, George, Helen, and Steve are drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave are drinking soda. Following this pattern is Elizabeth drinking coffee or soda. George, Helen, and Steve, they're drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave, they're drinking soda. Following this pattern is Elizabeth drinking coffee or soda. Come up with an answer? Uh, Yeah. We'll get to your guess here in a moment, Cheyenne. We'll get some of the incorrect guesses. Coming in on text at 22108. Text to the 480. Uh, Elizabeth is the server. <laughs> no. Oh. She is drinking uh, one of the items. Okay. So we got to figure out which item and why. Uh, yeah, you do have a 50-50 shot at getting this, but we're going to need to know why <laughs> she's drinking that particular item. Uh, text to the 425. Hubby says, soda, I say coffee. we got a 50-50 shot. There you go. Okay. Um... Text to the 801. My daughter says soda. I say coffee. Everybody's going at the uh, the 50-50 thing. Uh, text to the 602. However, <laughs> Pepsi and milk. Oh, I've heard about that. People drink Pepsi and milk. Yeah, I've seen some TikToks on it. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be really good. Uh, text to the 406. Elizabeth is drinking coffee because she does not like Karen. No. Okay. Well, it's a joke. It's Karen. I mean, <laughs> Karen. you know. <laughs> Text the 623. This riddle sucks. Bring on the monsoons. <laughs> Text the 480. Cheyenne, can you please explain the definition of facetious? No. A lot of people are pointing out that you used that word wrong earlier. As they always do. <laughs> it's a hypothetical bow that we were putting yeah. on the... Uh, yeah. You said a facetious bow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I know. Great. Say sorry. Why? I don't know. You said a word that I don't know. We throw out words all the time. It's all good. It's all good. Cheyenne. It's literally part of my personality to say words wrong. (laughs) George, Helen, and Steve are drinking coffee. Bert, Karen, and Dave are drinking Pepsi. Following this pattern, is Elizabeth drinking coffee or soda, Cheyenne? Um, I went with coffee. Why? Um, because it went the three for coffee and then three for soda. And then it would have, so it went boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, boy. So then the next set would have been three for coffee, boy, girl, boy. No, that's not it. Oh. Uh, you got the coffee part right. Okay. Uh, but the uh, the three drinkers of the coffee, George, Helen, and Steve, all have two E's in their name. Bert, Karen, and Dave all have one E. So Elizabeth, with two E's in her name, uh, will be drinking coffee. So you got the, uh, the correct guess, just the wrong uh, explanation of it. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> morning riddle every week, morning at 6 here on Campbell Country. On the way next, the big decision. We do it every Wednesday at about 620. So if you have a big decision you're facing today, you want some advice, maybe you're thinking about quitting your job, maybe dumping your sir, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, investing in something, something as simple as uh, what you want for dinner tonight. Whatever decision you're facing or you're wrestling with, text us right now at 22108 and we will give you our two cents. Uh, the big decision coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. 
Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Well, sometimes they're life-changing, sometimes they're not. But whatever decision you are facing this morning, if you would like our two cents on it, you can text us at 22108. Uh, I've got a big one here, Cheyenne. We'll get to here in a moment. Oh, okay. Um, text to the 480. My sister stole my mom's old wedding dress and donated it. I'm moving across the country in two months. She wants me to forgive her. What do I do? Ooh. Why would she steal it and then donate it? Yeah, that just seems odd to me. So she's, uh, this gal who's texting in has been out of shape because of what her sister did to a piece of history, I guess. Yeah. um, Family heirloom, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Do you forgive and move on? I would say yeah. I, I, I'm always, you know, on the forgive and forget, move yeah. forward. Why ho- hold that hostility? You know, it'll kind of eat at you down the road, you know, and your family, you know, she, maybe it was a mistake. I mean, it didn't explain why she yeah, stole it. Right. You know, the, the word there is kind of aggressive. Stole. <laughs> she ripped it donated. away. I mean, it's not like, like it's if you steal it and then pawn it, you know, that's something yes. there. Right. But why would you steal it and just donate it? That makes no sense. I don't know. I feel like a conversation deserves to be had. I think that your sister needs to know how you feel about it, and you should probably understand why it happened. But then at the end of the day, you should probably forgive her, like your family. Okay, let's say that the sister stole it and donated it because the texter wanted to use it for her wedding, and the sister didn't want her to do that. Ooh. Right? So, I mean, stealing and then donating is the where I'm all caught up on this. Uh-huh. So, I feel like that may have been the case, Right. I don't want my sister like maybe maybe the sister's unhappily married and then you know the sister is gonna be getting ready to get married in mom's old dress. The sister just can't fathom the thought of sister being happy and then she stole the dress and donated it. If that's the case, y'all need therapy. Like definitely go see a therapist. If that is the case, (laughs) can the texter forgive her? Um, I think if that's the case, then probably not. I don't know if that's something that I could forgive because it is so petty and so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and I'm all for little petty moments. Like, we all have them and that's fine. But to do something like that just because, just to be spiteful because you're unhappy, I'm not for that. Yeah. I think they should talk it out. I Life's too short to kind of be at odds with family. Yeah. You know? Uh, just envision that person going away and not being in your life anymore. I mean, how's that going to make you feel? I, you know, and then, and then because of just some pettiness, keeping auntie away from your kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I talk it out, move forward. I, I definitely would not hold on to the hostility. Yeah. It's not good. I, de- I, I'm just, I'm so pro for having the conversation. So you need to have the conversation. Ask her why, find out, figure it out and then move on. Um, if you have a big decision you're facing today, you can text us at 221 away. We've got a biggie coming up here, Cheyenne. I have anxiety about this. Big relationship, Biggie. Uh, All right. Okay. Ready to get to this text coming up next here on Camel Country with the big decision. Here's Lydia. 8 o'clock on Friday night. I'm still at home. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. You know, some people will flip a coin to make a decision. Here on this show, you just text us on Wednesdays at about this time, and we give, we give you our two cents. It's kind of almost like flipping a coin. Kind of. I it's mean, either good or it's bad advice. That's right. <laughs> Might as well flip a coin in that, <laughs> in that regard, you know? Uh, but yeah, if you've got a big decision you're facing, you want to go one way or the other, you just can't figure it out, you're kind of on the fence, you can text us at 2218. And uh, we will discuss and give you our two cents, and hopefully it helps. Again, 
Could just flip a coin. Might get better results that way. <laughs> and we could we could just confuse you. I mean, it just it just kind of depends. Uh, quickie before we get to this uh, big one with the relationship. Okay. Uh, text to the nine two eight. Do I or don't I ask Cheyenne for a date to the twenty on May twentieth to the pool party uh, at the Oasis Pool Wild Horse Pass? Aww. Do or don't, Cheyenne? Don't. Why? Because I don't want to go up with a date. I gotta work. I'm working. You're going solo, huh? Yes. Right. Um, Thank but you, though. if it wasn't for that, do or don't approach Cheyenne. I mean, you're welcome to. I don't know if I'm in the headspace to entertain that right now, but okay. well, you're I mean, welcome to. You always say nobody ever approaches you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're welcome to. Just look past the angry bee face. Because that's what we assume people don't approach Cheyenne for is because she's got an angry bee face. Which is so weird because I feel like I'm smiling all the time. <laughs> Except for men, when men approach. Mm. <laughs> like a subconscious thing. I don't know. Maybe. Has anyone ever seen me in public? Do I have a resting bee face? I don't know. Maybe, maybe we figured it out. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe discuss that with your mental health counselor that you're talking to. Yeah, you know, I do they, have a therapist. Yeah, yeah. after this uh, relationship. But somebody asked, uh, how you doing post-breakup? You doing okay? I'm doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, text the 480. I'm 20 years old, and my name is Cohen. I'm not from Arizona, but when I was 18, I moved out of my parents' house in Alabama and wanted to move west to the big city. I work hard and I live on my own. And I recently just got out of a two-year relationship, and I just don't get why she left me for a loser. The guy doesn't have a job, and he lives with his mom. Could you give me any advice of any kind? Like, what does uh, like what does he have that I don't? <laughs> we have no idea uh, the answer to that question, because we don't know this dude. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, does he try to win her back or does he just kind of move on? Hmm. You know, because I mean, he wants to know. I mean, there's closure, you know, there's um, moving on. Sometimes you need closure to move on, yeah. right? And you're, if you're constantly going to have this in your mind as to what does he have that you don't, I mean, it's going to, it's going to, that sucks. So does he try and figure it out or does he just move on? What do you think? I'm curious to know what you think about this. Uh, the only thing I think about this is it sounds like, uh, she left him for uh, your ex-boyfriend, Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when I read this, I'm like, that sounds like Brandon. That sounds like, uh, can you can you tell me Cohen is his name Brandon? <laughs> then, then we will get you the answers to your questions. <laughs> Cheyenne. <laughs> well, like, you're not wrong. Yeah, he lives oh, with his mom. Who I love, by the way. Does, his mom he, is does, amazing. He, he's not working now because he had the uh, ankle surgery, right? Yeah, he tore so, his ACL. Cohen, two questions. <laughs> is he in a cast? And uh, does he have a beard and is his name Brandon? <laughs> and then we will give you every answer you need. Oh, God. Every answer you need. That just, I don't care what kind of morning I had. That was perfect. That was amazing. But I mean, you, you've dealt with this too, though, Cheyenne, yes. in your dating days, you yeah. know, I mean, you you thought things were going well, you know, and you got broken up with and you're like, is it me? I just want to be loved, you yeah. know, this kind of a thing. Yeah. But do you, do you, based on your history of this whole thing, do you, do you spend the energy trying to figure it out? Do you just move on? Um, here is what I will say. Um, and this is recently that I have learned. Um, answers sometimes come with time and sometimes just because you want answers, it doesn't mean that they're ready to give you the answer when you're ready for it. So my advice to you would be to move on. 
Stop rabbit holing the the relationship. Stop rabbit holing the past. Stop looking at old pictures. Stop like pulling up new memories. And if you don't, if you you have to have closure within yourself, and you just have to be okay with the fact yeah. that you might never get an answer. I'm um, texting the six two three. She's not ready to settle down. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was kind of moving a little quick. Maybe Colin was moving, uh, you know, things along. After two years, um, I'd have some questions. I think that two years is a waste of a lot of people's time if that's the case. Okay, so, but you don't blame him for moving things along a little quicker at, the two, at, at about yeah, two years, not right? not at all. Not well, I at mean, all. You're already being engaged in like six months. So yeah, you but were... like, first of all, no. <laughs> Second of all. Well, you guys were together like nine months, right? Yeah, we were together nine months, but like... I feel like, like I was okay with the pace that we were going at. Right. I wasn't complaining. I was just like, it feels like we're moving. Right. I also have always, in my entire life, I've always moved very fast because I moved to the beat of my own drum and I don't care what anybody has to say about my life. It's my life right. and I live it the and way that's that how I it want. Be. Yeah, and I yeah. live it the way that I want. So, but at two years, if she wasn't ready to settle down, she sh- he should have already known that because that should have been a conversation yeah. that was had a year before that. And that the, bothers me. At the ten, at two year mark, Cheyenne would have like five kids by then. Oh my gosh. The way things move. <laughs> Old Cheyenne would, yes. <laughs> yeah, moving Old right Cheyenne along. Old Cheyenne would, yes. But I have but two since years, developed into an adult. I mean, I, I don't blame Cohen. If that's what it was, I don't blame him for trying to, you know, kind of move the relationship to the next level. Yeah. Right? You, at two years, it's either, you know, crap or get off the pot. Exactly. You know? So, and if that scared her, Dude, Kellen, there's somebody else out there for you. Yeah, definitely. You I know? think that that that's probably a good thing that you guys have separated. Uh, if you have an opinion on this and any uh, advice for Cohen, he's listening right now. We'd love to hear what you guys can text us at 22108. And we're going to get some of these texts. I see them coming in. Coming up at about 650 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, Cohen is uh, a member of Camel Nation. Listening uh, to the show right now, dealing with a human situation. Uh, his uh, girlfriend of two years broke up with him and has uh, moved on to a new relationship with a guy that lives with his mom, doesn't have a job, and he's just trying to figure it out. You know, why did she leave me for this guy? Can you give me any advice of any kind? Which there are a lot of texts that came in, Cohen, but. Uh, Cohen, he's 20. I didn't pick up on that on the first go-around for whatever mm-hmm. reason. You know, he's, he said he's 20, not from Arizona, but when he was 18, he moved out of his parents' house in Alabama, wanted to move west to the big city, so he ended up here. He says he works hard, I live on my own, and I recently just got out of this two-year relationship. He just doesn't get uh, why she left him. You know, it could it could also be, like, the guy, the guy aside and her moving on aside, it could be that you... We're forcing, not forcing her, but you, because you are so responsible and you are a grown man, she could not level up to the level that you're on. Well, I mean, it doesn't say how old she is, though. I yeah, mean, but maybe- that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that she's not, you know, she could be older than him, but he's still at a point in his life where she has to step up and be a better human because he is doing his own thing and she couldn't match that. Yeah. I mean, it could be that. It could be he was trying to move things along. You know, I mean, two years in a relationship, it's tied. I, I feel like at that point, so you're not wasting any more of your life. It's either crap or get off the pot. Oh, you know? for sure. So, and maybe that scared her away. She wasn't ready for a long-term commitment. Yeah. If that's the case, then you're you're lucky that she's not wasting any more of your time. 
Um, and then, I mean, I mean, let me just read some of these texts. Okay. In. Text with the 602. Let her go, bro. Focus on you and your career. You will find somebody better. Her loss. Mm-hmm. Text with the 206. If she left you for somebody like that, she has no ambition either. Why would you want to be with someone like that? Yeah. Text with the 602. I'm going to go with she does not have her own self-conscience. Or uh, I'm sorry, her own self-confidence. Sometimes it's easier to settle for the jerk than believe you deserve the good one. It's her issue. Mm -hmm. Text to the 240. Tell Cohen to move on. If she didn't have good judgment and chose the loser instead of you, that actually is a good thing, my man. Yeah. Text to the 602. He said he was 20. Maybe she was scared of settling down at the age of 20 and not scared of the two-year relationship. I mean, it could be both. It could be both. It definitely could be. But again, like that's, that's a conversation that should have been had. Like, that's not something that you don't talk about with your significant other, especially if you've been together for two years and you know that one of them is wanting to progress the relationship. But instead of bolting, why wouldn't she say something? That's what I'm saying. Like, why wouldn't you have the conversation? Well, no, I'm just saying not not, not sitting down like, uh, you know, family meeting, you know, but I mean, like if she felt it, like it was just like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the relationships, you got to communicate. But maybe it was just a natural thing that it was moving along quicker than she was comfortable with. And instead of talking, instead, I mean, being 20 years old, you know, you're still kind of young. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of talking about it, she bolted, you know, and, and he's left in this situation wondering why. Why? You know, so now he's not going to have that closure. Yeah. And that's what's going to drive him up the wall is to like, is it me? What's wrong with me? It's not you. She sounds like a coward to me. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like at the end of the day, she just bolted. And she gives you nothing. That's something that a coward does. That's some something that someone who doesn't have any self confidence in themselves does. Yeah. And I know this because I'm living it. Yeah. But I mean, at least you had closure with yours, though. Like your relationship. I mean, it lasted nine months. It was not the two year yeah. type, right? I still have not had closure. There was. Well, you guys no have closure. talked it over, though. Like he's come over and admitted to all of his mistakes, and you guys have talked well, it over. You have had that communication. He. It sounds like he's not having any communication with her at all. So he's left hanging. And that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it does. But even like, I don't know. It's a hard situation to be in because you have to just be okay with even if you do have a conversation, is it an honest conversation? Is it the entire truth? Is she just going to tell you what you want to hear so that you can sleep at night? Yeah. Don't yeah, worry mean, about that too. It's a hard situation. Maybe, yeah, I would say just kind of sit back, let, uh, let time roll on here and maybe ask her for coffee in a week or two. You know, and maybe she could explain it to you. I mean, if you guys were in a two-year relationship, there's got to be some feelings there. right? And if some respect. And if he's struggling and he uh, lets her know that, hopefully she has a heart mm-hmm. and can actually say and explain what happened, why she bolted. So if it was him, he could fix what went wrong mm-hmm. for the next relationship. I mean, he's still young. I mean, he's not even 21 yet. Yeah. You're just a baby. Just a baby. Just Which, keep doing you. Which, look out for Cheyenne. She oh likes my babies gosh, like that. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> stop. Ah, she's on the prowl. Look out for her. Don't have to leave this town to Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, if you're one of them girls or one of them guys, like sitting poolside, sipping on a tasty tall beverage and listening to some live country music, uh, you're going to love what's happening next Saturday, the 20th, at the Oasis Pool. At Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Uh, Jimmy Allen's going to be there. <laughs> like, I mean, if you've ever been out there at the pool, it's uh, awesome. I and mean, it's like a Vegas resort style pool. Yeah. But, I mean, it is still going to be a small, intimate show. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And you know what I love about Gila and their pool parties is that they 
create an environment that you just don't get anywhere else. Like, they put pedestals in the middle of the pool so that you can, like, perch yourself up. Oh, I haven't seen middle. that. Is that special for the uh, the concerts yes. and stuff? Yeah, it That's is. Cool. And they just you just you like prop yourself up in the middle yeah. of the pool and drink a Miami Vice and hang out in your cabana. Yeah, it's start. Uh, it's gonna start heating up. But look at a highs near 100 next week. Oh, love it. So uh, it'll be good next Saturday. So playinghila.com uh, if you want to join us there. Maybe you can approach Cheyenne. Maybe not. We had uh, discussed earlier. Does uh, Cheyenne have a resting bee face? You said you don't think you do. I feel like I smile a lot. And the only time but, but I really no. get one is when I'm working out, and I work out at home now. So. Okay, but but we've talked before. So are you walking through Target with a big old smile on your face? I feel like it's just like a maybe a contentment. Maybe it's, uh, I mean, if you always have a smile, maybe they think you belong in the psych ward. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> I'm just like, Hi. I know. Maybe it's that, Cheyenne. I'm like Barbie. I'm just yeah. like. Because you, you've, you've talked about, I mean, you you don't have the guts to approach a man. No. And for whatever reason, guys don't approach you. Yeah. So what is it? Is it the rest in B face? Uh, we've got a text on both sides coming in, Cheyenne. Oh. Well, we talked about this earlier. Um, text from the 480. I met Cheyenne. I don't think she has a B face. Oh, thank you. But then they end the text with LOL. <laughs> Uh, text the 602. When I met Cheyenne at NASCAR Championship Weekend, she looked at me from across the way, gave me a death stare, approached me with no facial expression, and gave me knuckles, and then walked away. That seems odd. That seems super out of my character. I don't know, but I, I, maybe that's just, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously it wasn't planned. Yeah. Right? That seems really out of character for me, though. But I mean, but just think about you smiling all the time. It doesn't ha- like right now. You're not smiling, right? I mean, because I'm the- confused about getting so- <laughs> like I don't like that's I, that sounds so odd. Like I'm concerned for myself. Yeah, I mean, not everybody. I mean, in this job and in this profession, you got to kind of be on exactly right. You got to kind of always be ready to have small talk and uh, be able to have com- converse with fans and stuff like that. But maybe it was just a. The food wasn't settling right in your stomach. Because I guarantee, I mean, if you're not feeling good, you're not smiling, yeah, right? Yeah. And I mean, it was kind of a, we did deal with a situation with the record label that oh, day. So right. so maybe you were a little angry over the situation. Yeah. So you're not always smiling. It could just be the situation when somebody happens to see you. And I mean, when we're in a spotlight and, you know, it's, people aren't perfect. Yeah. Right? Not everybody's smiling all the time. And if you were, or you do, maybe you do belong in a psych ward. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You imagine somebody, you know, me and my braces, my metal mouth being full of smile all the time. It'd be weird. Yeah, that would be It'd weird. It'd be weird. Same thing with you. Yeah. If you were to smile all the time, it'd be weird. So, I mean, there are going to be some moments, vulnerable situations. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what's that? What's the word for those pictures? That are taken in the moment. Candid. candid. There's going to be candid situations where we're not going to be smiling. And maybe that's what it is. I, saw, I don't know. I am so sorry, though. Like I should give him knuckles. I'm though. really good. embarrassed that that is like something that happened. And I don't even remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember. But like, I'm really embarrassed. Remember when, uh, remember when Tiger Woods, um, you know, it came out that uh, he cheated on Elon Norgan. Uh-huh. Everybody came out of the woodwork. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going to happen here, Cheyenne. Oh, People would... coming out of the woodwork about the way you treated them or you looked at them. I am so sorry. Like, it hasn't happened yet, but I mean... We're... I'm mortified. I'm mortified by that one text. <laughs> the 720 I Love You Man is next. I was lost, you found a way to bring... Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.
Well, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how Morgan Wallen fell off a stage. And there were some issues, you know, with the canceled show. Was it because he was too drunk? And I had mentioned my fear would be for him to cancel his tour because he's got to go get himself some help, which is the right thing to do. Yes. But the fear would be, you know, these shows in Phoenix being canceled. Yeah. And his tour being canceled because, you know, he got back on the wagon, you know? And um, that's not the case here right now. He did cancel part of his tour, though, because of his voice. Yeah. He had to go see his vocal doctors. Uh, he had posted a video on his social media yesterday, and here's what uh, Morgan Wallen had to say. Here we go. I got some bad news. After taking 10 days of vocal rest, I performed three shows last weekend in Florida, and by the third one, I felt terrible. So I went in and got scoped yesterday, and they told me that I re-injured my vocal cords. Their advice is that I go on vocal rest for six weeks. So that's what I'm going to do. They want me not to talk at all, but they said if I need to, it's okay for something like this. They told me that if I do this the right way, that I'll get back to 100%. And they also said that if I don't listen and I keep singing, then I'll permanently damage my voice. So for the longevity of my career, this is just the choice I had to make. So I can't blame him. Yeah. No, he's got to get back to 100%. Yeah. So he's canceling shows, canceling festivals. Has not canceled Phoenix. No. It's a positive to this one, right? For us. <laughs> For us. Sounds like he'll be back at the end of June. Uh, his next shows will be at Wrigley Field up in Chicago. He's got a couple of shows up there at the end of June. And then he'll be continuing on with his tour. I mean, that's what we're hearing yeah. as of now. I mean, you know? everything can change, especially with the human body. Like, I don't see him coming back sooner. But maybe he doesn't heal as fast as the doctors thought he he would. Worst case scenario. But worst case scenario. But, yeah. again, looking at the positive, our shows with Morgan are until the end of July. So at least we got another like three, four weeks yeah. to deal with there. You know, we got some wiggle room, as they say. <laughs> I'll, you take know. I'll take the wiggle room. <laughs> got some wiggle room. <laughs> but get well soon, Morgan Wallen. Shine's got a dad joke next at 7.50. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Uh, have you ever snooped somebody's phone? <laughs> I'm just going to leave the general statement as is. <laughs> have you ever snooped somebody's phone, Cheyenne? <laughs> I, no. Yeah. No. I believe that. <laughs> so much confidence Man, in my response. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's okay if you have, Cheyenne. 82% of Americans say that they have snooped through somebody's phone. Women were even more likely to say that they've done it to men. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll be shocked by that, no, right? not at all. Uh, general curiosity and suspicion of wrongdoing were the top two reasons people say they snoop. Was that the uh, the reasoning? For sure. As to why you snooped? Absolutely. Okay. A lot of those searches were fruitful. Mm-hmm. 53% of snoopers say that they found something incriminating before. So of the 82% of people who have snooped, 53% have found something incriminating I am a part of thy 53%. Yeah, but the uh, the rest of them, snooping for no reason. Yeah. Shame. Shame, shame. <laughs> uh, top two people that we snoop on, significant others and exes. 9% have also looked through their kid's phone. That's I, low. I know. I was thinking that. So when I first read that, you know, have you, have you ever snooped a phone? The answer to me would be no in regards to... My wife. You've never her. gone through your wife's phone. Never gone through my oh, wife's I'm phone. I'm so proud of you. No reason. I don't, I don't even think I know the password. But I love no. <laughs> I think that that's great. But yeah, when it comes to the kids, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right? That's why. Yeah, nine percent is very low. Yeah. And then you have friends at eight percent. So you're. I've never gone through a friend's phone. No. No. Parents and siblings. 
7%. No. Snooping their phones? No, absolutely not. I feel like you would go through a parent or a sibling's phone more than a friend's phone, wouldn't you? If I were to like look at it, yeah. Unless but you want to find out if your friend is like canoodling with your Yeah, that would be that would be why. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, three, I've never had that issue. <laughs> 3% of us have looked through a coworker's device. No. <laughs> you haven't picked up my photo, looked at it, Cheyenne? No. Never. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I believe you on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I don't have any reason I to. <laughs> Unless it's like sitting right next to me and starts ringing, and I see your wife's face on me, I'm like, hey. Yeah, then you can answer it. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, no. Have you ever gone through my phone? No, I'd like to, though. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there is going to be like some amazing conversations, amazing, I don't know. I'll let you go through my phone. If you if you are that intrigued to go through it, I'll let you. Well, no, because you've told me in the past that if you die and I have your phone, destroy that phone. Yes, so I have. That, for that reason alone <laughs> is why I want to go through your phone. You're my you're my shovel buddy. <laughs> you're, you're, you, you your teach, shovel buddy? Yeah, my shovel buddy. If I die... Or something happens to me. <laughs> the contents on my phone is yeah. up to you to destroy. I mean, see, I mean, how can I mean? It's just like one of those forbidden fruit items, yeah. right? You know, Adam and Eve in the art in the other uh, garden. Don't touch the apple. <laughs> I gotta touch it. You know, I, that's just like how it is with your phone. You know, destroy the phone. What's on it? Honestly, not to be completely honest. Now, at the ripe age of thirty-two, not that much. Uh, the most concerning things we found on these phones when snooping, flirtatious, flirtatious texts, okay. proof of cheating, and evidence they've been lying in general. Okay. That makes and, sense. And uh, uh, when, we, when we do snoop, we usually get away with it. 81% of snoopers say they have never been caught. Okay. So 82% of people have snooped. 81% say they've never been caught. So it's 1% of people wow. get caught. I have been caught because I will bluntly just say, I went through your phone and found this. Well, yeah. Sir. See, some of those stats don't match up because, I mean, if uh, they have found evidence of cheating. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say something or would you just break up and just move on? I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah. I can tell you, I have not snooped through somebody's phone in over six years. And I'm very proud to say that. That has been a self, self-growth self issue, a self-growth wow. thing. Well, is it self-growth or is it um, growing up and getting into better relationships? Probably both. I think it, it's okay. both. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But every time I had done it in the past, like I have always found something. It was generally because I had a gut reason. Yeah, suspicious. And there, yeah. that's where it was. Uh, have you ever snooped a phone? What unexpected find did you discover? Oh, boy. Yeah, I like this going to be a can of worms. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the texts say. <laughs> we should do this confession you know? style, anonymously. anonymous. We'll leave it anonymous. We'll do an okay. impromptu confessions, uh, Tuesday confessions here on a Wednesday. Uh, but uh, yeah, have you ever snooped a phone? Whose phone did you snoop? And what unexpected find did you discover? I mean, was it cheating? Was it like you found out they were a millionaire and they've been hiding it from you all this time? Maybe that they were going to propose. You never know. Yeah. Did see? you ruin your own proposal? Yeah. <laughs> text us the story at 22108. Your texts are coming up next. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Snoop to phone, and if you have one, uh, what unexpected find did you discover? We came across this little uh, poll, little survey. Uh, said eighty-two percent of us have snooped someone's phone before. So if that is you, don't feel bad because you're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> 
The two most likely victims are our significant other and our exes, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, 8% of us have also looked through a friend's phone. 3% have snooped a co-worker's phone. Which just seems weird to me. Like, why? Yeah, well, maybe... I mean, this is a different industry here, That's Cheyenne, true. you know, so maybe the, uh, you know, the cubicles or the uh, the nine to fives or, you know, whatever the workplace situation is, you know, I mean, if you, if you have a lot of coworkers on even levels, uh-huh. maybe there's competition for um, promotion. promotion. Yeah. Okay. You know, and you're okay. trying to figure out, I don't know. I, there's got to be a reason to go yeah. through there, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Just or, weird. Have you been canoodling with my wife? Mm. I mean, that could mm-hmm. be a reason to go through a coworker's phone. Right? It could be. Maybe. Sad but, I mean, <laughs> everything is so like locked down these days. How right. it's gotta be tough. Right? Yeah. Maybe they're napping at their desk and you grab their phone and kind of put the iPhone up near their face so that it recognizes it and unlocks it. I mean, I think that that's something that has happened before, I'm sure. <laughs> my daughter does sometimes. She'll grab my phone. <gasps> You're lying. She'll get it to the point that it's looking for my face. She'll hold it up to my face real quick. It'll unlock and she'll take off running. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's why I don't have facial recognition on my phone to unlock it. Why? That's why? Yeah. Why don't you have it turned on? Because I don't want it on. I just type in my code and away I go. Wow. So if you do die, they have to know the password. So so there's no thumb mark (laughs) and no facial recognition. So nobody can cut off your thumb or (laughs) swipe your head. And get into no. your phone. No. <laughs> no. Man. Nobody's getting into That's it. even more reason to get into your phone. Trying to figure that out. There's like no, I, honestly, it's I know, but pretty it's, boring. But if it's so secure that you don't want like facial recognition mm-hmm. or thumbprint, because somebody can steal both. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. To me, it's just easier to have the passcode. I don't I, know. I don't know. Well, you got to type it. How, how, it's yeah, four how, numbers. Uh, that's fine. But I mean, how hard is it just to hold your phone and look at it? How hard is it just go bloop, 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 bloop? Yeah. You look at your phone already. Look at the phone. Let it open. <laughs> Holy you, moly. Why are you so mad that I don't, I don't know? I don't know why I'm yelling right now. It's so weird. Anyway, uh, have you ever snooped a, uh, a phone? And what unexpected find did you discover? Again, we're going to do like an impromptu Tuesday confessions here. No names, no area codes, completely anonymous. Uh, you can text us at 22108. Text, I went through my husband's phone and found out that he had been communicating with a bartender that we met in Jamaica on our one-year anniversary trip. Wow. He had been sending her naughty messages and (gasps) pictures. Needless to say, we did not make it to the second anniversary. Wow. I'm sorry. That's rough. Text. So I went through my uh, so I went through my ex's phone, who was out all night. As soon as he went to the shower, I went through it and found out uh, whoever he was with the night before said, "Thank you for such a wonderful night. The limousine and dinner <gasps> were all great." And at this point in our life, we were getting evicted from our house. So I smashed his phone into wall. Wow! Oh my gosh! Oh, that makes me sick to my stomach. If you're not happy, just leave. You know? I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why that's so hard for people. If you're not happy and you feel the need to cheat, walk away. Uh, but they're not all bad, Cheyenne. Well, that's good. I mean, sometimes you may think that you need to snoop because they're being sneaky and they must be cheating, but it's not always the case. Text, I ruined my proposal. My husband was just sneaky on his phone for a few months and I couldn't handle it anymore. Found all of my friends and family were flying in for a proposal. Aww. He caught me looking and well, we're still married after five years. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would suck. 
That would See? suck really bad. But I mean, what road do you take? You're at that fork in the road, mm-hmm. right? You're like, could he be cheating? Could he not be cheating? But sometimes, you know, you tend to go off to the right there because you think he is because there's suspicion. Yeah. But he's just being sneaky because he's trying to propose to you. It's, a, you hard, it's a hard place it. to be in, though. Like, it is hard. And I'm like, I will say, even after, so like my ex fiance, I never went through his phone um, except for one time. One time, and it's because I knew. I knew something had happened, and well, I was right. You were right, but like, 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 I didn't have a reason up until that point to go through it. Yeah, there was just a trust that I had, and like, I think that if you get to a point where you feel like you should be going through your significant other's phone, the conversation needs to be had. I'm wondering though, like, if you're at the point of your relationship where you could get engaged, right? And then that sneakiness has happened and your suspicion and your your radar is to, you know, ooh, some, he's not being himself right now. It's probably his nerves, A. Yeah. And he's trying to figure out how to uh, propose to you. But, I mean, that's just that point in your life, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, you've been married 20 years and things have changed. <laughs> you know, maybe you have a right to, to be suspicious yeah. and want to go looking. Just you know? have a conversation. And then if after the conversation you still don't feel comfortable. But I feel like a lot of people do have that conversation. And they're just not satisfied with what the other person is saying. I don't. Then you got to trust your partner. I don't know. So and trust went, is hard. So when you went through your ex fiance's phone, did you mm-hmm. have a conversation first? Or did oh you just yeah. No. Okay. No. 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 You didn't. no. I didn't. I did not. And I don't like. Again, I've learned a lot. I've yeah. grown up a lot in the last five years. Uh, Camel Nation. We'll open it up to you. Uh, texts are still coming in. We're going to get some more of these coming up. Have you ever snooped a phone? What unexpected find did you discover? Uh, more text coming up next here on Camel Country. From the Learner and Road Injury Attorneys Traffic. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, have you ever snooped somebody's phone? What an unexpected find. Did you discover a survey shows 82% of us have snooped a phone? So if that is you, you are in uh, with the masses. Which would be me. I've, I'm, I've been there. Cheyenne's done it. I've never done it. I've never felt the, uh, the need to do never, it. Never, ever, ever. No. No reason to. I've never had the reason to. Interesting. There's been no really legitimately no reason for me to I go. I mean, that's in a it. good thing. That, yeah. that it is a good thing. Um, let's see. The top people that we snoop on are our significant others and our exes. Nine percent have looked through their kids' phone. Eight percent through their parents' and siblings' phones. Seven percent, uh, or three uh, percent rather, have looked through a coworker's device. And when we were talking about the parents and siblings, we were trying to figure out like, what? Why would you go through their phone? What would mm-hmm. be the reason? You know, significant others and exes. Makes sense. I mean, maybe they're cheating. Maybe you have a suspicion. That would make the reason, right? Parents ain't cheating on you. Your siblings ain't cheating on you. At least I don't think. (laughs) Well, I I mean, what would be the (laughs) reason? What would be the reason to go through their phone? Yeah. Well, here's some reasons, Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, Text. I snoop my mom's phone to see what she tells my sister about me. Oh. Interesting. Uh, text, but I get it. <laughs> text, I went through my dad's phone and found out he was having a long-term affair and cheating on my mom. Oh. See, I that is the reason I wouldn't go through my, my parents' phone because I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see tough. it. That's hard. Because, like, I remember one time, like, my, one of my dad's many affairs, he told me in the car, drunkenly told me while I was driving him home that he was having an affair, and it ruined 
so much of our relationship with him just openly word vomiting. So it with to him me. saying that to you, what did you do? Did you go tell your mom or what? Yeah, what did you, you did. Yeah, you went straight I, to mom. I went to my mom and I was gonna go find the lady's house. Like I was mad. I was so angry. That'd be such a tough situation to be in as a kid. Yeah, right. Because I mean, you want your parents to stay together. You want them mm-hmm. together. But then you find out a little nugget of information that is enough to explode their marriage and end up in divorce. Yeah. I mean, and I was 19. Oh. I was 19 at the time. So it was like, you know, I knew their marriage was over anyways, but still hearing it from my dad's mouth was the worst. And I feel like seeing the evidence would be just as bad. Uh, I texted the 360. Does Cheyenne wish she went through Brandon's phone? No. That's your ex-boyfriend. No, that, I don't. been cheating on you. I don't wish I had been through his phone because, honestly, it probably would have broken me more than it did. Right. Finding out the way that I you did. You think there's a, there would be more? Yes. There's yeah. so much more. There's so much more to the story than I even know, and I'm fine with that. Um, but no, I don't. Uh, not all snooping is bad. Uh, I texted the 623 because, I mean, it, well, when I say bad, I mean with the other person's intentions, the phone yes. bearer's intentions, right? Texted the 623. Oh, uh, I snooped through my husband's phone. And ruined my proposal. I found out that he had bought a plane ticket to fly in my Aww. high school best friend. Wow. See? Stop I snooping. I, well, I know, but <laughs> then there's other times where you have reason to, I right? I know. I know. It's such a hard thing. Uh, text, I don't have a lock on my phone, so if my significant other wants to go through it, she's going to find what she's looking for. <laughs> and what is that? Um. Hmm... Hmm. I don't know how to take that. I know, right? Well, it could be nothing. I mean, it could be nothing. Be nothing. I, I would. Be, I have no issue giving somebody the password, the, the passcode to my phone. Like, let's do it. Let's do right. it for video. Let's uh, let's run video and we'll just kind of okay, go through. Okay, no, there's there's personal things on there, but like, oh, okay. well, okay. So I don't need everybody to see who I talk to, but oh. like, I would have no issue giving you my passcode and letting you go through my phone. I feel like that'd be a fun after show podcast. We'll do a video podcast live on YouTube. We'll just break down uh, Cheyenne's phone. Figure it out. Go through all the apps, dating apps. I don't have any dating apps. You don't so. have any on there? Nope. Oh. I'm not getting back on the dating apps. But we could go log back in and find out old conversations. Because no. I delete delete my accounts. Oh, do you? Yeah, They're all gone. I delete oh. them, yeah. Uh, text, I was swiping through my friend's phone and I saw her bank statement where she had a savings account that I could only dream about. Made me instantly jealous. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> Did you stay with her? You should I know, right? <laughs> I mean, if it's like that, I mean, there'd be like some resentment, right? Yeah. Wouldn't there be some resentment? I don't know if it would that? be resentment. It would just be like more of a reason to work it out. Like, like let's say, let's say she had a bank account balance of like five hundred thousand dollars, and then you're like friends with her, and she uh-huh. knows you're having like uh, financial struggles, and she hasn't helped that at all. There wouldn't be any resentment. Okay, that there. that when you put it that way, yeah, that would be a. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm so independent that I think I would be insulted if she offered to help me at this point. <laughs> I mean, it just depends on if you want to open a can of worms. And once you pick up that phone, whosoever it is, your significant other, your ex, your kids, whatever. Yeah. Right? I think kids for sure you got to go through their phone. But it's just like opening a can of worms. That's ultimately what you're doing. When you unlock that phone, you got you, you to gotta know that there might be something in there that you're not going to yeah. like. You have to ask yourself, like, is this going to be healthy for me? And you have to weigh both outcomes. Yeah. Is, is this mentally going to be good for me or is it not? Because And then if you're one that like, doesn't talk about anything. You harbor everything. Yeah. And you see something and you just can't bring it up in conversation. That's just going to doom your relationship, yeah. man. Well, and then that's on you. Like, if you look through somebody's phone and you can't bring it up, then you're harboring that in yourself and that's on you. 
So the next that time, becomes a you problem. <laughs> the next time you pick up that phone, just think about that can of worms. Yeah. Is you it worth it? You want to open it. Is it worth it? Yeah. Uh, there were so many texts we didn't even get to today. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 